This one goes out to the teachers. Respect to the underground. Welcome to Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings with Bridie Tanner, featuring Jack and Andre. <laughs> FBI Radio. That's right. Take your seats. <laughs> Screening is about to begin. <laughs> oh my God, pull those Maltesers into the popcorn. Yeah, rustle some packets in your bag. Today we are joined by special guest film lord Lily Bennett, replacing Andre, who's in Paris right now. Welcome, hello, Lily. Hello, thank you for having me. Lily, you're the co-host of a movie podcast with Jack and Andre, Cinema Girls, yeah. which is an in-depth look at movies. Yeah. Uh, tell me a little bit about that podcast it's really fun it's usually like an hour long and we have a subject or two films that we talk about or like a theme what was your last what was the last one on it was actually christmas movies which was pretty silly Um, we've had to take like a long break so we're gearing up for season two (laughs) this is our warm-up yeah christmas movies like sometimes we just like list ideas and concepts and kind of compare and contrast but um I don't know. We have some pretty hardcore fans. Yeah. Since our hi- hiatus, we've... Where, where we got, we're popping off in Denmark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> and, okay, like, well, Ohio. <laughs> I only have to compete with Denmark, and I have two-thirds of Cinema Girls oh. to do so. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, welcome to Movies, 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 uh, where we cover two reviews, Sydney uh, movie-related news, and just the world of cinema in general. And we're going to get into all that in a second. But first, I wanted to ask you both, because last week... Uh, we heard reviews of the Firefest documentary and I yeah. watched that and I started thinking about recipes for disaster. And thanks to everyone who's texting them in on 0409945945. But I wanted to ask you both if you have a recipe for disaster to add to my recipe book. Mine are all to do with like going to the cinema. I think the recipe for disaster that I noticed the other day was at Dendy Newtown on a Saturday night when you have a bag check and you've stuffed, like, so much alcohol into a bag <laughs> and everyone's jumping the line, running to the toilets. Every, all the Dendi employees are, like, roaming the cinemas with torches just before it starts. Uh, that's, that's my total, recipe. That's totally new to me. That's never it's happened. It's new. It's yeah. crazy. Dendi's fascist these they days. They have gotten fascist. I know. This, my student ID <gasps> from my degree that I finished in 2014 won't let me in it anymore. It doesn't work anymore. <laughs> How dare they? My old Opal concession card. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this says concession. <laughs> yeah, I are you sure you're not going to let me? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that's your recipes for disaster. Going in on a Saturday night with lots of contraband or doing anything illegally. Uh-huh. Lily Bennett, have you got any recipes for disaster you'd like to add? Yeah, Jack mentioned one, which is true. Like when I go to like Eliana or Jasmine's and they serve garlic dip and I'll just eat it all. And then I'm just like, I'm fucked. I'm, I'm not allowed to say that. <laughs> um, yeah, it gives me like a whole head cold, but I'm addicted to it. So... Yeah, like, a, and you can now get it in kilo, like, tubs, yeah. this garlic dip, but garlic it gives you the dip. most hectic nightmares. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing those recipes <laughs> with me. Tell me what's coming up for two reviews today. Lily, this is your first time doing a review yes. for Movies, Movies, Movies. What yeah. will you be reviewing? So I'm doing Velvet Buzzsaw, the new Netflix horror art slasher flick. With Jake Gyllenhaal? With Jake Gyllenhaal. Oof. It's why I watched it. Swoon. And Jack, what are you going to be reviewing later? I'm doing Let the Sunshine In, the new movie with Julia Binoche and Claire Denis, the art house movie. It's screening a golden age this Sunday. Well, before we get into two reviews, movie news. Let's find out what's happening in the world of cinema. <laughs> voice. Um, yeah, at the Randwick Ritz, they do three closed caption screenings a week, which is really great. Um, not many places in Sydney actually have closed caption screenings for the hearing impaired. So, and just people who like to read along, and it, it's a way to kind of digest a film in another layer. So, 
I actually I actually love subtitles, yeah. but yeah, it's good to know that if anyone has uh, a hearing impairment, mm-hmm. that there are movie screenings for them. Yeah, and, and it's rolling out like it's this Dolby Captive thing, mm-hmm, I think, and mm-hmm. it's been rolling out to other cinemas. So you can go catch these films at Palace Central in Cronulla, Dumaresque, and Voca Beach, and I think. Uh, Everyone should be putting pressure on every cinema to have these. Just yeah. a few screenings a week just to make cinema more accessible. And I'd love to go to one because it seems awesome just because I like reading along. And also just to, like get the ticket sales up, make sure people are going. Yeah, totally. Um, in other news, Priyanka Chopra is going to play Martin and Sheila in a movie based on the Netflix documentary Wild Wild Country, which I don't know if you guys saw it, but it was about the Rajneeshi Kapoor, which is this crazy cult that in like the 80s set up in um, Oregon and basically built a city in the <laughs> desert. And she is, like, this crazy, crazy, like, woman who basically was the front of this cult. Like, there was a cult leader, but she was the front of the documentary. So they're making a film about the With Priyanka Chopra, who, who is just, like, the mo- the hottest, like, most beautiful, like, gorgeous actress that you could ever hope for to star in a movie. Has she been in anything else that I would have seen? Okay, I'm just going to get up her... IMDb because uh, don't put me on the spot like that ever again. So <laughs> sorry. What has she been in? She's in like she's went married to Nick Jonas. Oh, I'm pretty sure, but actually, like, like oh my god, she's so hot. <laughs> Look at this. Okay, so the main sorry. takeaway is she's really, <laughs> she's really so beautiful. Good. Yeah. Okay, I love when they say actress, singer, film producer, philanthropist, and model. She's done it <laughs> my all. God, she was Miss World in 2000. That's mm-hmm. insane. Mm-hmm. Okay, well anyway, go see the go see Wild Wild Country when it comes out. Um, she was like 16. What, when she won Miss World? God. Okay, that's that's a lot. <laughs> Past my world years. Um, what else is happening in cinema news? Yeah, Australian and friend of Jack and Andre, Lee Winnell, is making and directing Escape from New York, a new adaptation of John Carpenter's old like horror New York dystopic future flick. Um, it seems pretty great. I know you're excited for it, Jack. I'm excited. I think Robert Rodriguez is going to direct it. Um, <gasps> Lee Winnell being friends of ours is like a bit of a jump. He did one interview for us <laughs> last year. Right. Is he an Australian director? He's an Australian director. He did um, he did Upgrade last year, and he also wrote the original Saw movie with James Wan. He has like a little cameo in Aquaman. And he also did a show like this back in the day on ABC, like where they'd wake up on a Sunday morning really exhausted, and he was a film critic. There we go. We're all... Good friends with him now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and last in news, there's going to be a sequel to The Shining, Doctor Sleep, which Stephen King wrote. Uh, that's coming out this year with Lily's first celebrity crush, Ewan McGregor. Mm-hmm, Did mm-hmm. Lily Ewan McGregor story? What's the uh, Ewan McGregor story? Oh, uh, I was obsessed with him after seeing Moulin Rouge. I've seen it more than any other movie, and I actually wrote him a letter saying we should re-adapt this film called The Wonderful, The World of Mr. Orient, this film with like Peter Sellers about these two young girls that are obsessed with him. And I was like, oh, you have to play Peter Sellers and I'll play the girl that's obsessed with you and it'll be a huge hit. And then I uh, never heard a response. It was oh my really God. sad. It was a handwritten letter. Okay, you and McGregor, if you're listening. Yes, yeah, seriously. There's still time. 0409 still time. Now, is anyone exciting for this The Shining sequel? Because uh, obviously it's not going to be directed by Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> okay, I'm such a freak and I love Stephen King. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm more a wait. Stephen King fan than I am Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, Eyes so, Wide yes. Shut is famously the only Stanley Kubrick movie that's good. 
Tell me about the director for The Shining 2, Dr. Sleep. Oh, look, it's some no-name. I don't think it matters, but it looks like it's going to be really fun. I'm excited for it. I have no idea who the director is. I looked up his name and I was like, I'm not even going to click on your IMDb. <laughs> and you and McGregor is playing... Dan, he's Danny playing Torres. the young. He's playing like the young, like shining boy, like the he's playing Danny. Like he's playing the older version of him, who's like a palliative nurse and like helps people cross over. And then like vampires want to get him and this little girl. Do you still love him, Lily? I don't know. Not so much. I'm not. I was obsessed. So you know, it's sad. It's like we had a bad breakup, and now I'm not into him. Mm. Is it because he didn't blood. reply, or because? Yeah, he didn't reply. And then he just was like in bog- good- bogus movies. It was like um, Down With Love starring Renee Zellweger, which is like he's playing this man about town in the such in the 50s satire. And then Moulin Rouge. And that's it. That's my love. Okay. Well, <laughs> if he did write to you, do you think we could salvage this? Oh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go into a track that you've brought in. Uh, I think because Andre is in Paris. Yeah, Andre's eating carbonara in Paris right now, and this one goes out to him. Two reviews up next. This is Movies, Movies, Movies.
Two reviews. One review. And then and then another review. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. You're on mornings. FBI ninety four point five. This is movies, movies, movies. Which film lord should be going first for two reviews? <laughs> Lily, what are you reviewing today? Velvet Buzzsaw. Take it away. Okay, well, it seems fitting that my first ever review is about the soullessness of art critics. So Velvet Buzzsaw is Netflix's latest release about how low the high art world will sink for fame and fortune. Something of a slasher thriller comedy, this film is like a Goosebumps episode set in a contemporary art museum. After stealing a recently dead man's art out of his apartment gallery, oh, sorry, out of his apartment, a gallery attendant, a gallerist, and a super sexy art critic played by Jake Gyllenhaal think they've struck gold. But now everyone in their inner circle that is staring, oh, sorry, but now everyone in their inner circle is starting to brutally and randomly die anytime they're alone at night with this art. Jake, at one point, goes absolutely crazy in a sound booth where he's meant to listen to whale sounds, but instead he hears his own worst criticisms played back to him, and he goes insane. That's not my worst nightmare, but I'm sure it is for some art critics, maybe even Andre Shannon. Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) Um, Yes, this film is fun and slasher gore fun, but... um, I just watched it for Jake Gyllenhaal, to be honest. Yeah, that's all I was there for. That's what I was there for. He's a babe still. And if that's enough for you, yeah. then watch this film on Netflix. Yeah, seriously. And Velvet Buzzsaw, is it scary? For me, it wasn't. It's like jump scare. I was watching it with my boyfriend. He, he's like, uh, let me just put down my tea because I think something's going to pop out. Like, it's <laughs> like that. <laughs> what would you give Velvet Buzzsaw in a word? What would? How would you sum it up in one one single word? And it can be multiple words. I would I say it's like it's like the assets, essence of like pop art horror. Like why is pop art freaky and scary? And I don't know. Yeah, cool. Gore porn. Gore porn slash art porn. Yeah, yeah. Jack. Upset the gore porn. Um, gory. Uh, yeah, phantasmagoric <laughs> is a good word. Uh, yeah, that's. I thought it was fun. I'd left it feeling a bit like like when it was over. I was like, oh, that's it. That's. Mm. That's the end. Like we were talking about how Netflix films like this just feel made for TV these days. Like there's another episode coming. I wish, kind of wish it was a show. Yeah. Like it really felt like it could have been a show. It could have kept going. This art could have like escalated a bit more or something. And but Jake Gyllenhaal would never do TV. Yeah, that's what we we're talking about. He's a movie actor only, all the way through. Yeah, Jack, what will you be reviewing for two reviews today? I'm doing Let the Sun Shine In which is playing at Golden Age this Sunday. And it's by revered French auteur Claire Denis, who has made the biggest argument for never living in France with Let the Sunshine In. The dick is bad. Everyone takes themselves so seriously and no one ever shuts up in this movie. The French men in my dreams are all hot and rich and cultured, quiet, sensitive and good in bed. But Claire wipes away that fantasy with these limp and fragile losers with no taste that never shut up. And there's a, here's the twist. Juliette Binoche is so horny that she's blind to it. It's like a deconstructed Bridget Jones set in the art world, except instead of genius risk-taker Renee Zellweger, you have the tasteful and accessible Juliette Binoche. Critics love it. Audiences hate it. Look into your soul and ask, am I a critic or a person? And let that guide you. Well, this will decide whether you're a critic or a person. 
If you love this film, you're a critic. If you hate it, you're a person. I think these two films that, like, like Let the Sunshine In, which is for critics, mm-hmm. and Velvet Buzzsaw, which is about critics, mm-hmm. really have divided me in whether I am an actual critic, and I think I'm a person. Yeah. Andre's a critic. Andre's a critic, and I hate to say, but I'm we're people. I'm people. I'm a person. Wow. Yeah. This we, is amazing. We saw it on Sunday. The, the Last the Sunday, yeah, yeah. Let the Sunshine In, and I really struggled with it, because it's hard to watch just, like, a beautiful woman be attracted to absolute losers. Yeah. It's hard. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I know that that's the point. And I know that... Exactly. And that's the thing is, like, yeah. I don't want to shit on Claire Denis because she's an incredible filmmaker. And mm-hmm. most of her other work is, like, very quiet and slow. And, like, um, I mean, she's a, she's pretty much a genius. Oh, she's a genius. But this film... I'm so more, much more excited for High Life, which is coming out with Robert Pattinson, Andre 3000, Mia Goth, and, like, Juliette Binoche is also in it, but whatever. And <laughs> she, like, harvests Robert Pattinson's semen in space and, like, the Earth is dead and they're just, like, hurtling towards a black hole. Like, that's Sounds the Claire Denis I want. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, let the sun shine in. Jack, what would you give it in a word? Oh, boring. Oh, ooh, <laughs> he went there. <laughs> Lily Bennett, what do you reckon? In a word, let the sunshine Traj. in. Traj. 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 That's yeah. half a word, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've ever had a, a, something that actually goes under the guidelines oh, for in a yeah, word seriously. review. The critics community is going to come for I us. Know. This is Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings. Up next, we're going to be telling you about all the special stuff that's happening around Sydney. I'm joined by Jack and Lily for... Movies, movies, movies on FBI 94.5. This is Endgrain, way back. Sydney Spotlight. You're on Movies, Movies, Movies. I'm joined by Lily and Jack right now here on Mornings. Guys, what's happening around town this week in movies? Well, it's so nice to come on and have two free screenings. And uh, I love free. That's my four favourite letters are F-R-E-E. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're back to deals, deals, deals. And this Wednesday and Sunday, you can catch the final instalment of the Russian Cosmic Future series at the Art Gallery of New South Wales, which has been going for a couple of months now. I'm, I'm just going to put my hand up and say, I've been to one and I'm going to this one on oh, Wednesday. Which one did you go to? I went to Easter Est. How was Ooh. it? Really good. Really good. Really cool. good. Obsessed. I went to a couple of Tarkovsky's classic on these really old, crunchy 35mm prints. It was my first 35mm experience. Did you and like I it? And I loved it. Oh. I loved the way... I mean, I'm going to sound like such an arty douche right <laughs> no, now, do but it, get do ready. It. Come on. Um, I loved the way that those flickers sort of... It, it almost was like the projector was interacting with the film in a weird way. Like, it was okay, reacting cool. to nothing going on, so it would, like, throw out a little, like, yeah. uh, splotch or something like that to keep it interesting It just makes you me. pay attention. It does make you pay attention. And the room is so lovely. And mm. I got shushed going in. It was my first time being oh, shushed. They shush everyone. Yeah. It's so funny. It's a there, funny people. crowd. Yeah, very they're, funny. They're so dedicated. It's like the art crowd of cinema. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And also the stingy people who want air <laughs> conditioning <laughs> on a Wednesday <laughs> who don't have full time jobs. Oh, <laughs> That's me. <man>. Yeah. <laughs> um, so go to go to that one. They're playing Leviathan, which came out a couple of years ago and was nominated for Best Foreign Language Film, which is this crazy Russian like long three hour movie. I mean, they're all set like in three North hours. Russia. Set in North on the coast of the North. And like Leviathan is talking about the huge monster, and do we know what time it plays? So it's playing at two p.m. on Wednesday, and then seven fifteen that night, and then it's also playing again on Sunday if you miss it. And then they're going to shift the series into Neon Gods, which is Taiwanese cinema, which I'm super oh, excited amazing. about. Amazing! I yeah. don't think I've seen any Taiwanese cinema. Yeah, well, let's all go together and like get schooled up because I think I've only seen like one film. Their series are so great. I love them. 
Um, no popcorn, though. <laughs> so not far away, really just a little, like a 10-minute walk away, there's a free screening of Blue, a documentary about the oceans and how they're broken and how we're, we've lost like 50% of our marine life, um, Wednesday night at the Juanita Nielsen Community Center in Willamaloo, which should be really, really nice. And yeah, you could really just watch Leviathan, have a late early dinner, late lunch, and then go see this. These are both on Wednesday night. I feel like with these um, these ocean screenings, they make me really, really depressed. Same. So I, depressed. Can you please recommend an activity for afterwards? Oh, jeez. I mean, nothing, because it'll just pollute the ocean, probably. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just activism. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's the idea, right? Everyone takes I to think the that's the, just, I think Blue is a call to action. Yeah. Like, watch Blue and then just, like, go recycle something or reuse and repurpose something and just... Go to your place of work and make sure they're recycling. Yeah. Yeah. Like hound a, them. Hound them. Because in the trailer, it's like there's more plastic than fish in the ocean, which is true. In the trailer alone, yeah, yeah, you're exactly. already like, oh, oh no. <laughs> well, it is a tragic problem. One thing that is good, though, take three pieces of rubbish from the beach when you go. Seriously. If well, everyone did it. I just went on a bushwalk and we collected two bags of trash on our way back. So, I know it's a bushwalk in a national park and people are littering. Humble brag. Well, Humble brag, I know, you know but what, do it yourself. You know what else it is? Because when you see rubbish and you think, oh, like no one's going to pick up all the rubbish. But yeah. it's good to know that other people do do it. So, you're yeah. more inclined to do it when you see it. It was my first time or it, I wasn't the one doing it. <laughs> Um, I don't know where, where we should end movies, movies, movies today. Set good examples, go to good movies. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> don't be a critic. We're going to put up those recommendations for Sydney Spotlight on the program page at fbiradio.com. Very cool. Yeah. So if you're keen to get along to either of those screenings, uh, I think you need to book at least for the Russian cinema Make one. sure you do it. Make sure you go early because they're so popular now. Everyone knows about them. You have to line up out the front. And you will get shushed if you're late. Trust me, I know. <laughs> but you can sneak food in there. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah, just- no popcorn. Oh, sorry. I didn't say that. We need, a, we need to do a Movies, Movies, Movies episode on how to sneak food into screenings. Absolutely. Don't put chocolate on your hot skin. <laughs> Rule number one. Recipe for disaster. Recipe for disaster. We're going to be getting into some more of those very soon. Thank you so much, Jack and Lily, for Yay. joining me today. Thanks for coming it's in, so Lily. It's so much fun. Have a good film week. And I'll catch you, Jack, next week. I'll see you next week. You're listening to Mornings. This is Negative Gears with UM. This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.